to the Pretty Vulgar Housewives podcast, where we break down everything Bravo Housewives. Yes, so it's been such a busy pop culture week, Mm -hmm. Housewives week, it's been a little dull, but that's okay. We need a little rest. Yeah, I'm okay with that. We can take a little breather. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, major stories coming out of the Housewife news, the biggest story I would say perhaps, is that Kelly Dodd is done with Michael over divorce check mm-hmm. stamp done she is she says that this is just a case of where two people just can't get along and it's time for them to concentrate on co-parenting their daughter which i think is a great decision um it was it, obviously the right decision because every time we see them they're hideous they i mean they're fighting with each other it's just ridiculous um it does make sense to me though now why kelly dodd got her vagina rejuvenated and her boobs done yeah, she was ready to move on. She's like, I on Michael's time. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I gotta get all this taken care of before I hit the streets because yes. you know, she's on the you gotta be looking your man. best. Exactly. Um, in other news, Bethany still is fighting the skin cancer battle. She's got a few stitches in her face now. It so. looks awful. It's all bruised and terrible. Like that would devastate me. I'm a vain person, and having a scar on my cheek right here. I would be really upset. Yeah, that would not be good. So hopefully, I mean, I'm sure if there's any treatment or cure or vanity quick fix, Bethany's going to be able to afford it. So yeah, there's I'm not that. so sad for her. I'm sure she'll figure it well, out. Well, yeah, it's for the people who can't afford it. But my God. Yeah, no, that's awful. Um, and then lastly, there's a new housewife in Atlanta. Yes, uh, her name is what is it, Eva? Yeah. And you might recognize her from America's Next Top Model. She was season, what did I say? Season four. You said season four, but it's season three. Season, I looked it up. Okay. <laughs> season three, she was the winner. Um, I, She also acted, right? In a couple I think, things. Yeah, I read her Wikipedia and then I instantly forgot it because she's irrelevant to me. Right. But... Um, Yeah, she's done acting as well. She's a pretty girl. Yeah, she's pretty. I mean, anyone who was on America's Next Top Model, not Mexico's Next Top Model, that (laughs) wouldn't make any sense, um, is going to bring the drama. So, Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see what she brings. Yeah. So look out for that when that comes back. And, you know, just as a programming note, next week we get New Jersey to join us. What? Yay. Um, So let's just jump right into the episodes. It was, you know, not the most interesting of weeks on Housewives, Mm -mm. I would say. There's, you know, this will be a quick episode. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. We don't need to bore you guys. You you watched the episode. (laughs) Right. So OC was called Farm to Table Manners. And it starts with Kelly's breast reduction, which isn't, it feels a little weird for me as someone who has had a breast reduction to call it a breast reduction because that's not what it is. It's like a implant switch. Well, it's, yeah, I'm, I was going to ask you what you thought. And she also had skin removed, though. Yeah, she, I mean, she did have a lift. But, like, I, it's just not the same. Right. It's not, the recovery's not the same. Although, I will say, as a note to Kelly's demeanor the entire episode, she dismisses it like there's no recovery at all. She's like, I was running the next day. No, you weren't, bitch. I haven't ran since July 20th. I like, was going to say, when she said that, I was like, fuck you, bitch. That's not true. Like, yeah, you can't no. run. You I'm got- still sore. Like, my where my scars are, they still hurt. If I touch them right now, I still have an open wound. Like, yeah, no. And I, I'm, you know, going on three months out. So, yeah, this I, bitch, no. I know. I agree. So, um... She did say, though, that Michael was her rock. Yeah, which I thought was interesting in light of the news that... Came out after the episode. Right. I was like, 
He must have not been a very good rock then. I know, like not really steady, kind of crumbly. He's a pebble. Apart. <laughs> He's a pebble. Um, the episode also shows at the beginning Shannon's working out. David bought her. And by her, I mean him. He bought himself this Peloton bike, spinning bike. spinning bike. And it looks terrible. It's yelling at you. Like, and she is panting and she looks like she's in pain. I mean, these Peloton bikes are supposed to be the most hardcore, like, workout equipment that you can buy to have in your house. You can, you can, there's like a little TV on them. You can join other classes that are actually going. So a real instructor is like fucking yelling at you i would rather have a real instructor yell at me than a computer because i feel like i'm more likely to be like fuck you computer. well right right so you're on video and stuff and you're competing with the people in the class it's like really hardcore but oh my the, god the thing that was funny was like she couldn't get off the bike and she's like freaking out yeah i really was like shannon you are such a fucking spaz yeah no it was really funny um kelly comes home from her surgery vicky comes to visit like she's the first visitor out the door mm-hmm. it's funny because they kind of play it like it's all the same day but it couldn't have been so right. like vicky visits her and kelly looks like she's just out of surgery right she's, no makeup her hair's all over the place she's got the padding and the surgical bra she's very out she's of it tripping balls like i didn't trip balls all the honest i'm gonna be honest with you people the first thing i said when i opened my eyes in the recovery room was is OJ free? Because his was. parole hearing was going on during my surgery. I know. I think that's so funny. Um, so that was like Vicky's not there very long. Michael kind of ushers her out because Kelly clearly needs her rest. Mm-hmm. Um, Tamara and Megan go shopping. I'm tired of seeing these bitches shop. They shop a lot this season. It's very bizarre. Yeah, to it's me. like you don't go to lunch. You don't sit down. You don't come over to my house to have iced tea. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, 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 it's very confusing to me. And it's too much. Like, I'm tired of seeing them shop. And they, they're not shopping. They're standing around. And if right, I. Right. And basically they're just rehashing the whole incident between Shannon and Lydia and Shannon and mm-hmm. Tamara. Yeah. So, cause Megan wasn't there. So. Right. She needed to be filled in. She needed to be filled in. And then, so the next visitor Kelly gets is Shannon Bedore. And at this point, Kelly's got. Pajamas on. She's got makeup. She's right. got hair. She's, she's offering herself. to show her boobs to Megan at later in the episode, and I was like, "No, this is not all happening at once." Then, like, cause no, this is a progression of recovery. Yeah, for sure. Um, she, Shannon says in her interview that the reason that she can forgive Kelly and not forgive Vicky is because Kelly shows remorse. Yeah, I see Kelly showing remorse, and I also see Kelly just being like, "Look, I said it to be a mean bitch." I yeah. said it to be a mean bitch. Freaking Vicky will just be like, no, I didn't say that. Or you're wrong. This didn't hurt you. I didn't yeah. say that. Yeah, I was trying to internally come up with what I thought was worse. Someone who intentionally hurts people and then tries to say sorry afterwards. Mm-hmm. Or someone who is just so like constantly on the defensive and whatever that like their their insults to you and their injuries to you are like under the radar. Right. I don't know. I feel like Vicky, she intentionally hurts people. Because no, she, definitely. But, and I, Kelly does too, but she's like, oh, your husband's having an affair when you're like seven Yeah, they're pregnant. just like one-liners. You're right. It's not like. It's not like faking cancer. Exactly. Yeah, no, I I, I think Peggy is probably the lesser of two evils. Mm-hmm. Um, they flash on Peggy, who's at home cooking and trying to teach her daughter how to cook 
essentially stuffed grape leaves. I don't know. They have some kind of Armenian term for it, but I can't Oh, and it's only good because it's Armenian. And Armenian moms are the only ones who know how to cook with love. And if you're not Armenian, blah, 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 shut up, shut up, shut up. It's true. She is very proud of her Armenian lineage. I mean, my God, you don't have to be Armenian to cook with love and you don't have to be Armenian to want your kids to go to college. Like, stop it. Well, and then so Deco comes in and talks about how they look like blunts. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Who said that? And like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, that's very strange. Um, and basically, they just talk about whether their daughter's going to go to school or not. And we still have no answer to that. So who yeah, cares? Yeah, is very against it. Yeah, and he's very against it. He thinks she'll be lonely. She can't just talk to mom when she wants to. These are all good points that she mm-hmm. should think about. But ultimately, the decision needs to be hers. Right. And she can always come back. Like, she goes for right. a semester and hates it and struggles. She can still go to college here and live at home or get an apartment in town. Like, there's so many options. No, I agree. So the next person we see go visit Kelly is Megan. And they do this, like, fake kissy thing. And it's all weird. And I guess all all is well with them, essentially, is what we come out of that scene with. They're, right. they're I'm sorry, I'm sorry, let's move on. And Megan looked like shit. She was wearing, like, a leather skirt and that flowy blouse. I didn't like it. Yeah, and, and these weird, like, tie- sandal heels. Yeah. Tie- I don't know. It didn't work. I agree. But that was obviously the same day that... See, this is the thing, though. And I was very confused about it. And it, I guess it could be the same day, or they could have just made Megan wear the same outfit to pretend like it was the same day. I think that's more likely because the surgery happened the day after the volleyball game, mm-hmm. and Megan and Tamara shopping happened the day after the volleyball game because they were talking about yesterday, specifically. Mm-hmm. And Megan's wearing that same outfit. But then when she goes to visit Kelly, Kelly's got no more gauze on. She's made up. She's got beautiful hair. There's no way she went from how she was from Vicky to that in a few hours. The editing is way weird this season and way off. I don't like it. Yeah, it's really, it's it's hard to follow sometimes. Too, it is. I'm like, What's going on? So Lydia wants to fo- throw this balls voyage party for Doug. Again, not really getting the point. His balls are still there. I know. I'm sick of her saying that his balls are getting cut off. No, they're not. And then, so she calls Vicky. Vicky's the first person she wants to invite because she wants to know what to tell the other girls, whether Vicky's coming or not, when she calls the other girls. Yeah. So she calls Vicky. Vicky sounds like she's dying. She's hacking into the phone like a yeah, crazy person. Yeah, I couldn't person. understand. It, later in the episode, they talk about how she has influenza B. Oh, But I right. couldn't understand what the fuck she was saying when she was talking to Lydia. She was like, I am Lydia B. And I was like, what is she making up? Like, She's lying about something. Well, seriously, and I was like, oh, Lord. Um, Meanwhile, while Lydia's planning this party and working it all out, um, all the other ladies are at dinner together. I know. I thought that was so funny. I can't stand Lydia, so I enjoy to see her. Yes, I like to see her on the outside. Uh Um, This is when Kelly says that she was running around the next day, and I was like, that's bullshit. You're Bullshit. Yeah, I don't think that's true at all. Shannon sits down. She's like, are you going to drink? Are you going to drink? I'm not going to drink. If you're not going to drink, if you're not going to drink. I was like, she, then she kind of alleges that she doesn't really drink anymore. And I was right. like, she doesn't drink any less either. Like, let's exactly. be real. And then they flash and be like, here she is drinking. Here yeah. she is drinking. Um, Kelly, I think, is still very much on drugs at this point. She's like a Shannon impersonation, like next to Shannon. And I thought that was hysterical. I was like, Kelly was killing me this episode. She was, she so was funny. really funny. Her facial expressions had me laughing. Yeah. Um, Megan gets into a conversation with Peggy mm-hmm. about does she or does she not have cancer? Yeah. And I still don't know. Like she, in one segment, she's saying, yes, yeah, she had cancer. She had three millimeters and they removed it. And then she's like, no, it wasn't cancer. And I was just like, 
And then I was like, is it precancerous? Is it not? And Shannon's equally as confused because she really, in the conversation she had with Shannon, she pretty much made clear she did not have cancer. Right. And I don't care why you had the mastectomy. You felt it was necessary for you to be around for your children and your husband. I get it. Cancer is a scary, terrible thing. So I don't think, I don't judge her for getting the double mastectomy, but I want to know, did you have cancer or not? Because that's a, that's a huge deal. If you had cancer, why is she not more forthcoming about it? And if she didn't, why is she not more forthcoming? Why isn't she just clear? Well, that's also a good <laughs> point. I do like how uh, Kelly at the dinner was like, didn't, didn't you, you go really to UCLA? Yes. Like, are are we not speaking English enough? Like, what's happening? Kelly is, like, killing it these days. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lydia calls Tamara while they're at this dinner. Mm-hmm. And this becomes a very awkward thing. And... This felt contrived to me. Obviously, Lydia is not just coincidentally calling Tamara while she's at dinner with every other cast member. Like, no. Let's be fucking real. A producer definitely nudged her. Yeah. So Lydia calls Tamara and Lydia's like butthurt that she wasn't invited. Mm-hmm. And and I understand if you're, you if I called you and you were out with all of our friends and I was right. like, where's my invite? That'd be fucking shitty. Right. But... Tamara immediately, Tamara's instinct just go, it was Shannon. It was all Shannon's fault. Like the person that she's already having issues with. I you blame know. it on that person. I, I don't know why she did that. Like, I don't know. And then Lydia gets off the phone and she's telling Doug she needs new friends. And she always cries after her interactions with Shannon. Okay, like, so don't come back on the show, you stupid bitch. Jesus, you are all like yeah, and too she, much. She's telling her son, oh, my friends went to dinner without me. Isn't that mean? Like, yes, what are you that was doing? so weird. She was like. They had a party without me. What like what do you think of that? You would invite me. Like she needs her like seven year old like yeah. absolution. And P.S. It wasn't a party. It was dinner. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 It was super. Super. Super strange. Um. I did think it was interesting that Shannon brought up that Lydia had called her after the volleyball game and said that Lydia had overreacted. Uh huh. Because I I didn't see that coming to be honest. Yeah. Um. Then if the whole thing kind of turns. They start talking about the volleyball game and going into it, rehashing it and hashing it again and rehashing the hashings. <laughs> and Peggy and Kelly start getting into it. Right, about was my favorite part. Yes. About Vicky's interfering or interfering with like the relationship between Vicky and these women. Right. And like Kelly calls Peggy, we don't need to hear it from the peanut gallery. And she's like, peanuts, peanuts, what are we t-? like? I'm so sick of her not understanding these little sayings. She knows what they mean. Like, well, and then Kelly's like, you shouldn't have been in the middle. And she's like, I wasn't in the middle. I was behind. I was behind. Like, she's literally thinking she's uh-huh. physically in the middle of these women. Yeah, like, it's so bizarre. And I just, oh, Peggy annoys the shit out of me, too. Yeah, no. Oh, God. Like, this is fucking crazy. And uh-huh. then she's, like, getting all defensive. She's like, these women are testing me. Uh- they are testing me. <laughs> I am strong. I will test them. I know. I love I love your accent, by the way. Well, I've been practicing. No, I haven't. <laughs> yes, I have. Um, I mean, she's I, I, she's a little scary, though. To be honest, when she's saying this, I'm like, this is you're, you're a little scary. You have and, some Armenian mafia ties or something. In the interview, she's got, like, this stone-cold look on her face. I'm like, oh, girl. Yeah, no, seriously. So then Peggy gets up to go use the restroom or something. And Shannon's like, by the way, this bitch told me she didn't have cancer. 
I know, which I was like, oh, God, why can't we just, like, talk about it while everybody's sitting here? Like, just bring it to her face. Be like, you told me you didn't have cancer, and you just said you did. Well, right, and then Megan's immediately like, I quit. I quit. I'm done. I'm not a private investigator anymore. I'm not getting into fake cancer. Yeah, but you know she wants to know. Well, and so they kind of talk about, like, I mean, what does she mean? Did she, was it, like, getting an abnormal pap? Right. Or what was it? So that's kind of, we're left, we leave the episode not knowing what it is. Exactly. And so the preview for next week shows the boat party about Doug's balls. Oh, God. Uh, there's a little controversy about who actually planned the dinner, because Tamara's story is now changing quite a bit. It was so funny. They were like, no, it was Shannon. No, it was Kelly. No, it was this person. Yes. Um, w- will we find out? Does Peggy have cancer? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, because you see David ask Deco, oh, your wife had cancer? And he's then like, he's like, his face is kind of like, I don't know. It's I, I don't even think Deco knows, to be quite honest with you. He's like, just whatever she told me. Whatever whatever she says is right. Uh, Shannon in, it makes an inference to in, into David's life that he's got this affair going on again because their relationship's in the same place it was last time. I don't think he's cheating again. I, I think, think he's cheating with the gym. That's it. Sorry, guys. I keep yawning, and it sounds really terrible, so I apologize. We're getting through it. Um, We're halfway there. I do think he is cheating with the gym. I think that that's his escape, and he, I mean, there are worse things he could be doing. Yes. So, and then lastly, Vicky reaches out to Tamara again, so we'll see what happens there. Um, Next, we move on to Dallas. So, I realize Dallas was... I just, I can't get connected to these women. I don't know if it's because This was a good episode. It was. It had more drama and it was much more fast paced than the other ones have been. And I will say it again. It's not Potomac. It's not Potomac, which again, guys, it's going to come back. We're going to have to watch it. So deal. (laughs) Get ready. Mentally prepare. Uh, um, (laughs) But yeah, I just, I don't know if it's because I have such a long history with the other women. Like OC has been going on for how many years? New Jersey's been on for years. Uh, Beverly Hills has been on for years, New York for years. So I have like history with these bitches, but that's true. Dallas, I don't have history with them. And even Atlanta, when I just started watching it, I immediately connected. I think Atlanta's a different franchise though. Like, yeah, it's, it's an amazing franchise. It, no, it is. It's the best. It 100% uh-huh. brings what the others are lacking. Right. That being said, it, it grips you from minute one. Yeah. I don't think the other franchises were like that. In fact, I mean, when Orange County in New York started. Yeah, it was a different they were, It was like a different show. Oh, absolutely. It was completely different. Um, But yeah, I just, these women, I'm just like, you guys are stupid. I mean, I feel like if you, I feel like if you get through this season, if Potomac gets another season, Dallas is definitely getting another season because it's so much better. So uh-huh. I think, like, I've had the season one to get used to them. Right. And, so maybe next season you'll feel better about them. Hopefully. So this episode, Viva La Mexico, starts off with Carrie and Mark at work. And honestly, I'm just left with this feeling that Carrie is just a human sex doll. Yes. Like, and, like, is is the money worth it? Like, Mark's the worst. He's the he, worst. He's the worst human being. Like, he is the worst. And money is super powerful. Like, women stay with men for the money because... You know, money is attractive, and it buys pretty shoes, and it buys fast cars. But, like, he is awful. Like, he doesn't even like their daughter, I don't think. (laughs) I know. Whenever I see on their Instagram, they're, like, posing with the daughter. I'm like, does he want to be in this picture? No, I don't (laughs) think so. I think he'd be fine, just him and his trophy wife. Uh Uh-huh. 
having sex two to three times a day. That's obscene. Seven days a week because we have time for that. That's obscene. That's obscene. No. So then Stephanie and Travis take their kids to their new house. Right. Um, Stephanie feels a little weird about like showing them all the stuff because like the pool in the living room is not going to be there when they move in. Right. So it's giving them like like false hope of what their life is. Oh, we're gonna have a pool in the living room. And so they, Stephanie and Travis have a little side talk and they agree that Stephanie can decorate the house a million dollars, do whatever she wants, and that's going to be like the repayment for buying the house in the first place. I I mean, I guess if that's how you want to live your life with your husband, tit for tat, you bought a house without asking me. so exhausting. I'm going to make a million dollars of remodeling, like... That's how you want to live your life? Like you said, it's exhausting. I know. It just really is. And then at the end of the scene, they push her in the pool, fully clothed. I'd be livid. Yeah, because you know her clothes are damn expensive, and she's probably got lubes on. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, And the jewels and everything. My God, no. No, no, no. And and it's obviously winter, so she has to go outside. It's going to be cold. Cold balls. Chlorine can ruin your clothes. Oh, yeah. It's going to bleach them out. It's going to dry them out. Yeah. I would be livid. And you don't know the last time that pool's going to cleaned properly i'm sure it has not been cleaned properly so i'd be livid too um they do this quick little scene with carrie and zuri doing yoga and i thought it was adorable that they had these matching yoga outfits i know i'm telling you i love when i match my daughter it's it's cute it's cute it's not cute once they get to a certain age well yeah i'm not gonna be like hey let's go to the mall and pick out matching dresses at 12 yeah (laughs) Like, like, I'm going to get the same homecoming dress you have, and we'll just take some photos like that. Don't even worry. That would be really weird. I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure it happened. I feel like 10's a good cutoff for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that's that's a good arbitrary cutoff. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to pull it out of the air. Um, so then it's where the episode starts heating up, because Leanne's going for her boob rejuvenation. Um, Brandy is driving her for whatever reason. I don't know where Rich is, but... She stepped up and decided to be a good good friend. friend. Yeah. So um, they're driving to the, they drive to the surgeon's office. They're talking about his board certification again. Like this is all they talk about. Because they want everyone to make sure that they are not getting screwed. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. So they talk about Carrie before we get to the intense Carrie stuff. But I had this thought, is Carrie commenting on other plastic surgeons because she has that expertise. She's married to a plastic surgeon. She's a nurse in a plastic surgeon's office. Or because she wants their business. She wants to be like, Mark is the only plastic surgeon that exists in the greater Dallas area. She wants their business. She gives zero fucks about just, you know, making conversation about it because it's what she does for a living. She wants their business. Yes. But I did find it interesting that she told Brandy before she had surgery that her doctor killed people on the table. I found that really offensive. Like, I don't know what I would do if someone told me that. You would cancel your surgery. Like, I mean, do you verify that first? Yes, you verify (laughs) that shit. Like, if you would have told me, hey, you know, the surgeon I picked out, he's killed several people. I'd be like, I need to know his first last name, his middle initial, his address. Like, we would Google search him. Yeah, like, that's crazy. I can't, that's so frightening. And I guess, yes, like she said, it worked out for her, but why take the risk? Hell no, I'm not taking that risk. Like, when we went skydiving and the guy told me he had 10,000 skydives and not one single person has ever been injured I was like that's the guy I want to skydive with because that's my greatest odds of getting out of here alive 
No, I agree. It's ridiculous. Why would you not find someone who's not going to kill you? Yeah, so that was a little scary. Um, I found it also interesting that Leanne Surgeon has an actual construction level. I was watching him mark her up, and I, again, have recently been marked up myself. My doctor did not whip out a level. I've seen many uh, plastic surgeons use a level. You've like never... a, just a construction level? Yes, that's what they use. I've seen many, like... Mm. And they'll use them on the face, too, for when they um, do nose jobs or when they do filler in the forehead and all things like that. Mm-hmm, I've totally seen it. And they use the white pencil mm-hmm. to draw it. I've totally seen that. Yeah, no. I don't know. Something is... Did they draw on you with a marker, your doctor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen the marker, but the the white pencil they use is easier to wash off. Oh, I didn't care. I was all bloodied and taped up and forgot. Like, it wasn't there when I got to it. Right. So it's not there now. So <laughs> You're like, I do not have permanent marker on me for my surgery. Yeah, I've totally seen that. So that did not shock me. Oh, well, it seemed to be of interest to Brandy, too. So I don't know. Um, oh, shit. Throwing shit around. Sorry, guys. It happens. Um, so then the door closes. And yes. then we hear what Leanne really thinks. <laughs> Um, Leanne, apparently these, some of these details come out from when Brandy tells the story, but gets in Brandy's face and is shaking her fists and spitting at her and basically says, Carrie better shut the fuck up because she may not have knives, but she has her fists and she's going to strangle her. I just thought it was a weird place to have this conversation. Well, and then, and then she talks about how Mark is getting his dick sucked by these boys and... Like, all this random shit, and it just seems like it came out of nowhere. Like, the doctor, she's like, okay, doc, I'll see you in a little bit. Click. I'm gonna kill Karen. Yeah, I I don't understand. Like, you didn't have this conversation in the car on the way over or before. It just, it seemed, like you said, to come out of nowhere, and I didn't understand it. I felt... Well, and she said, like, so what Leanne said in her Bravo blog was that we didn't see the other half of the conversation, but I can't imagine that Brandy was standing there, tell me what you really think about Carrie. Yeah, Tell me it, now. Tell me. I feel like a poltergeist took over her body. Yes. It was it was insane. But this is like the Leanne of last season. That's exactly how she was. She was just like, a switch would flip and it was just a psychopath. Well, maybe she needs to do that more. I don't know. I like this Leanne better. Yeah. Well, you know, she's real. She's real raw. She's real real and real raw. Yes. So um, then we flash over to Carrie and Mark who are shooting a promo video for their website. Um, this also brought up another interesting point. I know a lot of women get plastic surgery in surgical centers mm-hmm. i had mine in a hospital right i feel like i would be just much more comfortable in a hospital i had mine in a hospital yeah i think that's better like uh-huh like kanye westbaum died in a surgical center jo- joan rivers died in a surgical center yeah i just feel like a hospital they have all the tools that you could ever need just for anything get, yeah for anything to go wrong like anytime i've been at the doctor's office and they're like you need to go to the hospital it's because they have everything you need well exactly and so it kind of brings up this point of when plastic surgery becomes too commercial yeah and that's kind of what i'm feeling about leanne surgeon about mark duber is that they have these surgery centers so they can they're vanity centers they put their name on them this yes is, they own them whereas like my doctor did it in a hospital because he has hospital privileges because he volunteers his time on trauma patients that's the guy I would rather have do my surgery. And also, if they can do the surgery in the hospital, they're board certified. Surgical yes. centers, you don't have to be board certified. 
Yes, because you don't need hospital privileges. You've right. made your own. Exactly. So you obviously want a board-certified surgeon. And yeah. even though they're saying, oh, he's board-certified, is he board-certified? Yeah, I don't know. This is very sketchy, but they do this whole surgery, and then they come out of the surgery, and Carrie's like, he or Mark says something like, oh, we'll do it again tomorrow. And she's like, nah, that was my last one. I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom for the next couple of years. Like, it was so awkward the way that she said it. You're like, are you the joking? Is sudden, this real? I was like, he was like, well, you're going to blow your brains out. Like, that's what he says to her. That's her re- his reaction to her being a stay-at-home mom. You're going to blow your brains out. You're going to beg to come back. He's such a douche. Yeah, like, no, he's the worst. I really hate Mark Duper. <laughs> he's super douchey. Um, then you see Stephanie and Brandy go shopping for Mexico, and Brandy fills Stephanie in about what Leanne said about Carrie. Not the gay stuff, though, because they're not going to touch the gay stuff. I don't know why they always default to the gay stuff when they're like, oh... Like with OC, Eddie's gay, and now they're saying that he's getting his yeah, it's like dick sucked by boys. Like what? Yeah, it's it seems a little ridiculous. And again, Carrie in her Bravo blog said something like, "Oh, they're back with the homophobic slurs," and I'm like, "It's not a homophobic." But then, no, slur. they're just saying he's gay. Yeah, like they're just not. You're homophobic. taking gay as an insult. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're not calling him like the expletives that you can call a gay person. Yeah. So, um. Then we flash to Stephanie and her life coach. We oh, learn so stupid. Yeah, I don't I was know. Like, She's like, is... I have a life coach and a therapist. I'm like, what? what? You don't need both, and you certainly don't need a life coach. I don't need someone cheering me on on the sidelines being like, you can make that phone well, call. Well, seriously. So we learn here that her son has learning disabilities and that she was way too focused on her friendship with Brandy before and it was letting her son's learning disability slip to the side. When and... she said that, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You're letting outside friendships interfere with your son who has learning disabilities that's ridiculous yeah no it's really bad like take care of your kids you know and then later in the episode they show her actually working with her son trying to get him to learn letters and learn how to read so i don't know maybe it's too little too late though honestly like it seems like i don't know like she was too focused on other things no she's absolutely too focused on other things it's ridiculous um then deandra jeremy mark and carrie go shooting um, Carrie and Mark have never been shooting before. Apparently, Deandra and Jeremy are old hat at shooting. How have you never been shooting? You live in Texas. People yeah, are interesting. People but, are born with guns in their hands. I'm telling you, like just out of the womb. Yeah, like in Texas, you see people driving around with shotguns in their front seat. Like they have shotgun racks in right, their cars. Like, right. It's just so normal. Yeah. Um, the only thing that really came out there though is that. Brandy FaceTimes Carrie and tells her again that Leanne has threatened her and Carrie decides she's going to go to Mexico either way. She's like, I'm not worried about getting killed by her. Yeah, all the girls are packing. We flash on certain things. Mark's worried about Carrie going, blah, blah, blah. Cameron's got these, uh, you know, Beverly Hills Hotel print sunglasses on and her husband's like, no one will ever take you seriously like that. And she's like, I don't want them to ever take me seriously. And who needs to take her seriously? Well, no one. because The people I, in Mexico? Yeah. Like, like what? I don't know. It was a weird statement. So then they fly to Mexico and they're drinking. They're drinking at the airport. They're drinking on the plane. They're drinking as soon as they get off the plane. I mean, you got to drink. I mean, literally, this is like the New York-Mexico trip all over again, I feel. Except, Except it's going to have yeah, no not kumbaya turn, Exactly. Which is what I crave, actually. Yeah, that's what we want. Um, Leanne... The, the, Deandra and Leanne break off and they're talking about the Leanne and Carrie thing and all the other girls are talking about it. And um, 
Apparently, Leanne's doctor told her to tape a compact between her boobs to keep them separated. Um, that was just just a side note. It's not really relevant to the episode, but <laughs> no, I wanted to address this. When she said that, I was like, no, nope. If you, no, you you know you should not have to tape a compact to your boobs to keep them separated. They should stay separated. He should have made a pocket. They should stay put. That shit should happen. Yeah, I don't understand that. I, I was like looking at my boobs, looking at her, but I was like, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Yeah, can you even imagine if you're like, hey, so I have to tape yeah, this. I have to go get a CoverGirl compact. Like, fuck you. That's no. not happening. No. Uh-uh. Um, so basically that's it. Like they they kind of leave the episode where both sides are kind of like amping up for what's coming next. So right. the preview for next week has Leanne telling Deandra she's engaged. They're all fucking drunk. They're running around with dildos and Leanne's <laughs> going to cut a bitch. Why do they have dildos? I was like, what? why? It didn't make sense, but I guess we'll find out. I mean, maybe I'll get really into it to find out what's happening with those dildos. Cause like, why would you pack those? I would never be like, yeah. this is something fun I'm going to bring out. I know, like, party game. Oh, yeah, like, that's weird to me. But all right. So that is this week's episodes of Bravo Housewives. You can find us on Instagram at Pretty Vulgar Podcast. Let us know what you thought. Also, don't forget to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. And give us feedback because we appreciate it. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you.